son. You have to listen to me. This is about Jasmine. Jasmine's gone. I know. We all felt it. That, that perfect love. Then when you had to give it up, I... In a violent outburst, pushes items off a nearby table. I don't feel anything! I can't feel anything! Scoffs. I guess I really am your son. Because I'm dead, too. Starts walking toward Connor. You're not dead. You're just starting your life and... No, you just weren't there before. Tears well up in his eyes. I know. I am so... Yelling angrily. Do not say you're sorry! Doesn't fix anything! Okay, look. Let me say this. I love you, son. It's a lie. It's not, Fangs has said. It's always a lie. My dead mother couldn't even love me. You're wrong. She did. No. Shakes her head. his head. <laughs> no. She knew she couldn't. She sacrificed herself because she loved you. You tried to love me. At least I think you did. I still do. But not enough to hang on, Dad. Glares at Angel. You let him take me. You let him get me. You let him get me. Turns to face Cordelia. Cordy, you swore you loved me. Where are you now? Inches toward Connor, softly. Connor, you have to believe that there are people who love you. Jasmine believed you when you said you loved her, but it was all a lie. Jasmine was the lie, yelling. No! She knew if she found if you found out who she really was that you'd turn against her, and she was right. That's just what happened. People like you, people like this, none of you deserve what she could give you. <sighs> she wanted to give you everything. I know how that feels, because I want to give you everything. I want to take back the mistakes, help you start over. We can't start over! We can. I mean, we can change things. There's only one thing that ever changes anything, and that's death. Angel starts to cry. Everything else is just a lie. Cry. You can't be saved by a lie! You can't be saved at all! Looks down at his explo- so explosive and starts to activate. Before Connor can harm himself <laughs> or others, Angel punches him in the chin, <laughs> Head back and pulls out the wire. Connor and Angel start to fight. Connor hits Angel in the head with a weight, then grabs a baseball bat. He swings at Angel and misses. Angel grabs a bowling ball and punches Connor in the face with it. Connor punches back, but Angel grabs him and throws him across the room into a wall. Connor falls to the floor. Angel helps the hostages undo their restraints and unwire themselves. Run, hurry, all of you, go. The hostages leave. Connor stands up and goes to attack Angel again. They fight with fists and kicks. Connor throws Angel across the room, then starts walking toward, toward Cordelia, the only remaining hostage. Angel sees this and smashes a display case c- containing hunting knives. He takes a knife and hurls it across the room, landing it in Connor's thigh before he reaches Cordelia. Connor falls to the ground, still try- trying to, call to crawl to her. Angel pulls the knife out of Connor's leg, pulls Connor off of her, and pushes him back on the ground, hovering over Connor, holding the knife. I really do love you, Connor. Low. So what are you going to do about it? Prove it. Angel sweeps down his knife hand and swipes the blade across Connor's throat. Whoa! Whoa yay! Wow! <laughs> if you're still with us. <laughs> First of all, thank you, Buffy World Transcripts. <laughs> These were hilarious. This is the best. Fists and kicks. Fists and kicks! <laughs> Why even watch the show when you can just read it? It's true. Mm. I mean, there's reasons to watch it. There are reasons. There are reasons. Um, welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Mogi. And today we are talking about the episodes Peace Out and Home. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a dumb name for an episode that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Unless, you know what it's supposed to be? 
Peace out. Yep, that's what it is. Peace is saying like out. You should put a comma then. Yeah. Peace out. Mm -hmm. Or what it was said, peace Audi 5000. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I don't really think you're on board. No, I, I, I can be on board. I'll be on board. Um, but no, we start off where we left off with Angel in a Hell Dimension, mm-hmm. Jasmine preparing to conquer the world, and our, the rest of our team in a sewer fighting bad guys. Yeah, I wrote, they are totally stuck now that Angel's with the spiders. Okay, here's the thing, though, and maybe they explain this in a throwaway line that I missed. In the previous episodes, Jasmine seemed, there seemed to be a hive mind. Yeah, there was. There's no hive mind anymore. Though she can beam her consciousness into a specific individual mm-hmm. and make them talk. Like, in the beginning of uh, Peace Out, she does to that one soldier. Mm-hmm. And it is weird to see a guy with Jasmine's voice. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything Connor does the whole episode shouldn't be allowed to happen if Jasmine is all-knowing and there's a hive mind. Yes. Well, like, okay, so, yeah. Because that's a, I, I, I was wondering if maybe Jasmine... Because she never affected him in the, like, not good, but you know what I mean? Like, in the way of, like, pulling him under the thrall. Right, but the people that he, like, gets information from, the second he tries to get information from them, from their side, they should never, like, be coming to her. No one should have to come to Jasmine to tell her things. Yeah, so there was a part, and I think it was later, so I don't know if it fully addresses this, but it addresses some. So she's like... Um, I have to prepare for my big feast and my yeah. appearance, so I'm going to be out of commission with you. Oh, and she's like, I okay. need you to be my eyes and ears, which okay. is dumb on her part. Especially because he's not capable of being eyes and ears. No. And also, like, right before that, he was like, what are you doing with those people? And she's <laughs> like, mm, I have to go. Uh, you be my eyes and ears. And it's like, hello, he's already doubting you. Yeah. Well, he's doubting her in the first scene when he's like, wait, why don't why didn't you want me to just kill them? And yeah. she's like, oh, do I have to give you answer- questions? reasons now yeah i know that was weird so like she really should have known you're right when she says she's like i'm gonna be out of commission that's what she's saying but even the scene where the guy walks up to her and tells her it's like she should immediately know when she comes back like instantly yeah but maybe she was like completely i don't know like maybe she was like turned off yeah and maybe it's like a radio frequency like if you miss it you miss it it's it's not like a podcast exactly where it waits for you exactly like we're we're always waiting for you always you need to take some time take time yeah Go, go eat your people yeah she yeah and that's okay so she i i watched this episode twice the second time i understood it much more okay because okay because at first i was like what is she doing (laughs) what is jasmine doing and then why are there so many naked people yeah and there's like so many naked people you didn't need to be naked the last time well I guess we didn't see the details of the specific moment when she ate people. I I thought we did. No. Well, so what we saw was that people would get in their underwear and then she she would like become a green light. Right. But were they always? I didn't remember them being in their underwear in previous episodes. Were they always in underwear? There were. But why did they need to be in underwear? I don't know. Because that's the thing. If you're wearing underwear, then you're basically wearing clothes. Yeah. So you're either either naked naked or full. Exactly. That bothered me. Either you're wearing clothes or you're not wearing clothes. I get it. It's TV. They can't show us their, like... Well, there's... For a second, I was like, are they just partially, like, on their way to naked? But no, they, like, did the whole thing in their underwear. Yeah, because then they'd get down to their underwear and they're like, now we're ready. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You have two pieces that need to go away. 
And like, it wasn't even sexy underwear. So it was like, what are we gaining from a narrative or period or any perspective? Like, what yeah. are we gaining from this? Nothing. Nothing. You might as well just have her eat them. <sighs> or like put on some ceremonial guard. You know what I mean? Like it has yeah. to be, it, it doesn't make sense. So it doesn't really make sense. But you know what? This episode finishes Jasmine up pretty quick. No, it's done. Because <laughs> I think they realized, well, this is like the kind of fake out that I feel like this show likes to do, yeah. which is like, mm, this wasn't the big bad. It's yeah. actually this. Well, and that's kind of like one of the things that's cool about Angel, that they were willing to take a risk across these two episodes, because really the next episode is the pi- the premiere of season five. Oh, yeah. It's all it's setting <laughs> up everything. Yeah. It's the beginning of season five. And I like it because one of the things that drives me crazy in premieres and pilots is how much setup you have to do. Like, uh, be like, uh, and then there's always like the question of, are they going to... Are they all going to work at Wolfram and Hart this season? It's like, yeah. okay, obviously you are. You wouldn't introduce all of these things at the beginning of the season. Now, you might introduce them at the end of one season. Mm-hmm. If it's like I feel like there was more narrative tension by making it a finale than if they had made it the premiere. I also think, I agree, and I think that it was a smart move to do this too, and I suspect that maybe they were like, the way that this season went, Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to get people to want to watch the next season. Right. So let's, let's, yeah, let's show them it's going to be totally different. Totally different. And also in some ways going back to some of the things that were the strongest things the show ever did, which yeah. were the conflict between Wolfram and Hart and our crew. Well, because Wolfram and Hart really took a back seat, in, mm-hmm. especially in the second half of this season. Well, it didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, we, as far as we knew, it became a zombie place and then yeah. burned down. And then also I think it kind of makes a... Like, it plants the seed of, like, ooh, there could be some fun, like, Monster of the Week episodes in mm-hmm. the future, which we didn't, we got none. Yeah. Uh, and that was something I was really missing. Uh, except for that one episode that was, like, Gun gets to go be with Electric Lady. <laughs> electric Lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, that was a great app. Uh, you can hear everything we have to say about that app. <laughs> Go into our archives. <laughs> They're still there for you. They're still there. Um, no, and I liked that they gave us, for by splitting up the characters, it did a lot of things. Mm. One, it filled out the episode. Mm-hmm. Two, it's divided and conquered, as mm-hmm. they said. But three, it let us see what each one of them, what kinds of stories Wolfram and Hart can offer them for this next season. I, I loved that. I did too. And 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 that was the thing too where it's like god, even this like evil law firm can see that Gun has so much more to offer mm-hmm. than what the Angel crew is letting yep. him do. Oof. I loved that. It was really good. Um when Fred is like is he taller? And I was like, okay, one Fred, don't make a move on him again. Yeah, stop. Stop. You destroyed his little heart. <laughs> yeah. But maybe he is taller. But maybe. But maybe he's not for you. <laughs> maybe he's taller for other people. <laughs> um but I guess we should uh, talk about how this whole Jasmine thing. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. So, so well, okay. Also, the angel thing ugh, is so boring. It's boring, <laughs> and it does. It's not because I watched it twice too. <laughs> it's not that much of the episode, no. but in your memory, it starts to like grow and grow, and then you're like, yeah, you spend thirty minutes in that hell. No, you're in that hell dimension for like two and a half minutes because Maybe that's, five. That was the budget for the CG, but it was, and it shows. <laughs> 
Like you have to watch him. He climbs a mountain. He's like he talks to a short climbing. guy. Yeah, and the short guy says, "Oh, I'm not the guy. I'm the guy who watches the guy. Oh, where's the guy? Oh, he's in a corner. Oh, it's that guy. Then they have a fight, and of course, Angel wins. Duh. But do we even see him win? No, we just see him with the the head mm-hmm. when he shows up back at the hotel. Which almost it would have been more fun to literally not have anything until. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, head. and you're just like, "What?" That would have been so cool. Um, yeah, because it was so anticlimactic to see him even do that fight, and then also like the climbing on the CGI wall, and then just like all the CGI and like the weird filtering and like the mist that was everywhere. Yeah. Like, it was just not. It really dated the show. Yes, and it wasn't what the show does best. Like if you compare that to the weird basement. With the Panther, mm-hmm. which in it is also, you know, there's no weird white rooms that have no end with Panthers in them. Mm-hmm. Or is it a Jaguar? Whatever it is. That black, uh, I might be thinking Black Panther, but. In I think it's like a, uh, yeah, I, think, I thought it was a Panther. Yeah. Okay. So that scene is also like a weird, creepy, but like just is executed well. Yeah. It's simple. It probably didn't cost that much money. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. Like, you don't need pits of hell. It's not Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um yeah. It was it was just yeah, exactly. And it felt like a like cheesy fantasy show on the WB that aired at 4 p.m. on weekdays. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like it felt it felt like it should be on a block with Charmed. Exactly. Which and that's not even a slam on Charmed. Charmed is doing Charmed. Exactly. Charmed is doing Charmed. It felt like a mix of that and like Beastmaster. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if Charmed and Beastmaster had a crossover, yeah, it would be that. Sh- it, would it would be, be that, that bullshit. Bullshit. Um, meanwhile, so while he's doing his whatever in in the spider place, yes. Um, and his goal is to try and find the name, uh, the true name of Jasmine, right? Because that is what can break the spell. Yes. If you speak her name, then you, you no longer worship her the way she can't control you anymore. Right. So he's doing that. Meanwhile, uh, the rest of the Angel crew, minus Connor, are, like, trapped by the the Jasmine, Jasmaniacs. Five. Yeah, the Jasmaniacs. That's right. <laughs> and Connor oh, is, like, kind of being her, quote, eyes and ears, but also is like, hmm, I'm going to investigate my own thing. Well, because Fred, when, when he's putting everyone in the downstairs dungeon, which it's... it's it's good to have a downstairs dungeon, but it can get you in trouble because you get put in it sometimes. Yeah. So everybody's getting put in the downstairs dungeon and Fred is like, hey, Connor, remember Cordelia? Yeah. And Connor's like, oh, yeah. And then she looks right into the camera and she says, remember Cordelia? Yeah. And I said, at last the show cares about Cordelia like we do. <laughs> Except we still only I see know. her with our eyes closed. Um. <sighs> also, I got to tell you what, when I was watching this episode, I don't know if it was the first or the second time. And I was thinking about how Connor this whole time has seen Jasmine's true face and known what's up and not been under a spell. That means when he sang Mandy, that was just genuinely wanting to be with his dad. Yeah, it's sad. It's so sad. There's some stuff in this, like as annoying as Connor is, it there is stuff where you're just like, damn, this kid is fucked up. Like he is he has lived such a shit life, Mm -hmm. which like is reminded to us sometimes in like jokes. Because, like, you know how everyone was like, you know, when we put Cordelia's blood on you, it was supposed to, like, reveal what she looks like. And he's like, I've always known what she looked yeah. like. He's like, I grew up in Kortoth. There's, like, more stuff there, which is kind of a joke. But then it's like, 
But that was his childhood. Yeah. Childhood raised by a man who ultimately betrayed him. Yeah. And it is true that he feels like love is a lie. That that the only real thing is death. Because, right. like, I understand why he thinks that. Because it, 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 is, it is a very short-sighted way for him to think of things. But he is a teenage boy. Yes. Um, but, like, he's never really trusted Angel, which is because of stuff that Holtz did to him. Not necessarily a fault of Angel's. Like, every time he's like, oh, you tried. You just didn't love me enough. Which is like, well, he, yeah. he was trying a lot. I feel like it's typical teenager stuff of, like, mm-hmm. how far can I push you? Are mm-hmm. you still going to be there? Yeah. But on a different scale because he's had a really fucked up life. Yeah. Yeah. And like he and knowing his like weird genealogy and then the fucked up stuff with Cordelia and then yeah, her- Cordelia really fucked with his head. And I know it wasn't Cordelia or <sighs> wait, do we know that? Remember, we were like they were like basically saying that ever since she came back from she being never came up back. there. It, yeah, it wasn't her. It but was like, like, did she even? So the person who went, who who when Skip showed up, because Skip was evil, right? So the person who sh- who went up to he- to the powers was with, Cordelia. Was Cordelia, or didn't go to the powers? Whatever she did, whatever Skip right. made her think up she was until doing. like that moment, like when she is pulled over in traffic, yeah, with the in car Malibu. That, in Malibu on her way to say "I love you" to Angel. Yeah, that person is actually Cordelia. Yes, and we have not seen Cordelia since. I don't think so. And the person saying like, "Come on, guys." Look for me for the first like six episodes of this season was who? Unknown. <laughs> Did they forget that we had to sit through that? I think so. And, and I, I think that's kind of like the issue that we have with this season, which it seems like a lot of it is like be is telling us like we've had this planned all along. And yet it feels a lot like uh, we're going to do this now. Yeah. I, I am so. And we we often reference like the behind the scenes elements of it. But if we take all of that off, it is such bullshit. Mm-hmm. How much we see an unconscious Cordelia. Yeah. Just fucking get rid of her. It doesn't make sense. Or do like a weird, like big chill thing where you just see her hands or something like get a stand in. Yeah. Do not make charisma carpenter play a dead body on your fucking show. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's, it's ridiculous. pretty bad. So then it's even one of those things where now I'm like, how could we have not seen that there was something going on behind the scenes. I mean, I get, I, yeah, it's rude. It's really rude. <laughs> the like, fact that she's, she's she's like in the she's in the credits and she has to show up to work and you're gonna make her do this. She's not only asleep; she is under a veil. She's like asleep under a veil. She's like not even the camera's not even hitting her skin. It's no. like going to a veil. I don't even if they, know if they send her to makeup. I, who knows? They're just like whatever. You look, you could pass for like a ba- barely corpse. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, so, okay, but Connor thinks there might be a way to save her. And honestly, if I were watching this first time, I might too. Yeah. I might think that there, we were going to see Cordelia this season. Yeah. And uh, uh, Fred kind of says something like, well, why is she moving Cordelia? Like, we're the only ones who are like, who were turned by her blood. So like, Maybe she's afraid that Cordelia could hurt her. So like yeah. we should try and figure out how to get yeah, Cordelia. protect Cordelia. Which then I think that's even more of a disservice for them to like plant that seed of like, ooh, no, don't worry, Cordelia still matters, and then completely drop it. Like 
I mean, the whole Connor's whole arc in this episode is trying to find Cordelia, mm-hmm. then getting in trouble for finding Cordelia, then murdering his daughter, whatever, however you want to murdering Jasmine, yeah, and then holding Cordelia hostage and trying to blow her up and himself up and like, everybody. I don't think he cares much about the other people. He, he wants to die. He wants to die. I think he wants to die. I mean, he did bring Cordelia there. She didn't walk. No, she didn't walk. He brought her there. <laughs> so he he figures out where she is. He brings her to this like Dick's Sporting Goods and like. Wait, hold on. I'm we're conflating episodes because that's the end of the second episode. No, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that's the end of home because he slits his neck. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense. And then we have the final. I think we should save the final scene. For, right. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So Wait, we got to go. So, what so he finds her. Episode? He goes and he finds, he has a conversation in the garden during the day, which is always fun because we yeah. don't usually get garden day conversations because yeah. Angel's usually around. So he has a garden day com- confrontation where he's like, hey, he's like, hey, Jasmine already told me, but like, could you remind me where Cordelia oh my is? God. And the guys are like, um, you're going to have to ask Jasmine yourself. I don't think you're. And he's like, no, but like, I totally already know. Would just tell me? I know. Then, like, just remind me. And then eventually, I think he has to phys- forcibly get the info. Oh, and then he's like, uh, that was funny. When he's like, all right, tell me where Cordelia is and that'll kill you. And he's like, do you mean, don't you mean or else you'll yeah. kill me? <laughs> and he's just like, just tell me. <laughs> We're like, come on, you. Know, this is Connor. He's he's going to kill you anyway. Yeah, that was so funny. But he doesn't kill him. He doesn't because he doesn't really want to kill people. He's just a confused little boy. And then um, he finds place where they're keeping cordelia then another guy see these scenes are the same then yeah. another guy is like hey you're not supposed to be here connor's like let me in yeah <sighs> it's a whole bunch of like people like thralls like yeah. telling him in a really nice way that he's not supposed to be there and him like pretending and then not caring and beating them up yeah and then i mean like i'm gonna tell on you yeah and then telling tell on him <laughs> um but eventually oh right the end of this is Jasmine. I see. Yeah. And, okay. then, and then Jasmine is about to have her big press conference. Mm-hmm. You know, people from KTLA are there. It's a real big deal. Yeah. They have uh, Spanish and English. Yes, they uh, do. And a man and a woman. I noticed they had like a, a woman yes. uh, newscaster and then they had a man newscaster. And then they're like, and here's a Spanish one. Oh my, look at, look at this. <laughs> look the at diversity this. in action. I was like, oh, I, we're going to see like every single language because it's the world. We didn't. No. I they, thought so too for a second. I was like, oh no, that's just Spanish. Yeah. I was like, oh, then there's Spanish and then we're going to go over to like Chinese and then it didn't happen. No. I was like, oh, budget. <laughs> <laughs> budget. And maybe we pretend China doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> also, I did not realize in this scene that the outfit, the soft, what did you call it last time? The soft, uh, the softer side of Jasmine. Oh, like, yeah, she's like wearing, uh, yeah, like uh, her bohemian, yeah, bohemian vibe. chic. It's like very, um, she looks like a like a bohemian ghost. Yes, <laughs> I did not realize those were pants in this scene. I later, did not know. Later, we find out for sure. Yeah, but in this scene, I was like, oh, it's a long skirt. That's normal. Me too. That's what a normal person in the world would wear. Yeah. Um, and then Angel shows up. He's holding a head uh-huh. that has his lips sewn together, mm-hmm. and he cuts open the lips. And then says, which is her name. Yeah, that's her name. And she's like, oh, my God, what? And then she gets the gross face for a second. But then she's able to heal it into like, not that bad. Until zombie like face. medium zombie. Yeah. She just kind of looks yeah. like a bad, like you wouldn't follow her into war. No. Or I guess not war. She doesn't like war. You wouldn't Be obey her. Yeah. But she doesn't look that bad. No. But she's lost it. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And then everyone's kind of almost like more angry. Than they were before. <laughs> no, it's way worse. Well, it's because like so. Remember, we saw 
our angel peeps, when they realized they lost everything, they were like, ah, but like they're like better than normal humans. No, but everyone's very discouraged. Oh, they're uh, horrible. Car accidents. Oh, uh, cops that are like ready to kill themselves, ready to kill themselves. And then instead just get pulled into a hostage situation. Yeah, but that's what you get if you're going to abandon your family. (laughs) You're going (laughs) to abandon them like that. That's what Connor says. Oh, con con. Con con. Um, so then, okay, so then Angel and Jasmine kind of have a heart to heart. Yes, they for have a, a long time. They have a heart to heart and then they're fighting, but they're heart to hearting the whole time. Right. And Jasmine maybe wants to kiss him. She kisses him. And of course, like, and this was another thing where I was like, no, Connor. Oh, when he showed up and like, oh, dad, trying to t- take every girl I ever liked. And you're like, okay, two things. One, <laughs> Your relationship with this woman is not romantic. No. <laughs> and anything, she's like your daughter. Yeah. So don't be gross. And also, like, you saw, like, Angel was not kissing her. Like, Angel was, like, in a fight and she kissed him and he was trying to pull away. Okay. And second, your dad didn't steal Cordelia from you. No. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to steal Cordelia from your dad, which is creepy. Yeah. This is not a situation where your, uh. da- your dad has literally never stolen a woman from you. It was like, I, in or that, gotten between you and a woman. Ugh. In that moment, I was like, you deserve whatever happens to you in the rest of this series. <laughs> well, well, that was actually a really nice thing for you to yeah, wish on someone. Because he actually gets he something gets, pretty nice. He gets, like, honestly, best ending for any character in Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And, I I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get okay, to we'll it. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, the poor reporter lady. I think I wrote that because she was so disillusioned. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we get a... so. Jasmine's like, you're right, Angel. All that's left to do is fight. I have a little left to me. Yeah, she like punches him into a light. Uh, <laughs> and then she jumps from an overpass, and that's where we find out her pants. Her pants are pants. Her pants are pants. Even though they should be a skirt. It's like, um, yeah, it's like gaucho, but long. Long gaucho. You know what it's like? Okay. Let's say you don't have pants. Okay. And then you find, like, drapes. Uh-huh. Like those gauzy. Oh, I'm drapes. familiar. So you rip them down and you like tie them around your waist and you're like, oh, but I gotta run around. Yeah. No, you don't want to just like run around like that. Yeah. I need like to have my legs be spread. Yes. So then you just like like safety pin. Yeah, I was gonna even middle. say stitch witch. Yeah. You just like stitch witch all the way up one all the side way and up. down the other. Yeah. And then you've created <laughs> pants. You know what you do? You actually you like stitch witch two lines from mm-hmm. your crotch down and then you just cut, cut the scissors up the middle. And you don't do anything with that flippy flappy. No, the flippy the, flappy is still there. It's part of the look. The flippy Wait, flappy. Did we just invent a fashion? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe we invented a fashion, <laughs> Kelly. Just like, let's let's sit on it. Let's like let it marinate. A fashion. <laughs> Have you heard of this new fashion? <laughs> These terrible <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, they're just stitch witch and drapes. <laughs> And you just leave that flippy flappy. Yeah, there's flippy flappies everywhere. Ugh. But that's what you—that's what those pants are. Yeah, that is what those pants are. It's a horrifying moment. It's so bad. <laughs> I was like, no. Angel just landed on a car that's on its side and is about to explode. Yeah. And the horrifying moment is seeing that those are pants. You know when I remember when I said like we find out who the real, real villain is? It's those <laughs> damn pants. Those, those pants, pants are the season uh four big bad of they Angel. are and they wait until very late in that season to reveal themselves they, they reveal themselves with a like surprise bitches <laughs> <laughs> uh, i want to make that meme <laughs> those, those, those pants, pants. <laughs> <Surprise, bitches. laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, but yes, so so Jasmine is pretty much dispensed with. Oh well, we haven't got to really how Jasmine gets dispensed with. Oh okay. So now we've got our players. We got Connor, Angel, Jasmine. It's night. There's a very small amount of traffic because it's Los Angeles. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. <sighs> it's dreams. It's dreams. It's kind of my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> There's only like five cars on the road. This, listen, it, it's like when they said that it would take 20 minutes to drive from where was it? It was like somewhere to Sun Valley or something. I and I was like, honey, no. no. I'm like, down to Sun Valley like 3 p.m. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> we checked it on our phones. And we were like, uh-uh. uh-uh. It was like 40 minutes. And we're like, oh, well, you know, I mean, okay, I guess it wasn't as long as we thought. <laughs> yeah, it was like quite as crazy. But here's the truth. Truth. Everything takes longer than you think. It does. Especially when Google Maps tries to make you make an unprotected left turn. Google Maps. Come on. Come on. I just, I disobey. Yeah. I do too. Sometimes, sometimes I'll make a right and then try to. Yeah. Or like, I'll just be like, I know what this is and I don't want to do this. There should be a button. Like, yeah. this is an unprotected left I don't want to do. Yeah. Because it will take forever. And it's like one of those things where it's like. I am a pretty gutsy driver, but yeah. sometimes I'm like the time like estimate you're giving me for my arrival mm-hmm. is for someone much gutsier than me. Yes. To make this left. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. Um, oh, also, were you noticing Connor's jeans were like doing that thing that was like such the trend of uh scraping the floor so that way there was like a piece that was oh, like coming yeah. off and i used Ooh. to have pants like that where it well, was yeah like, like what do you want your hems to be clean yeah you want them what to be dragged i think part of that has to do with that was pre-skinny jean because you can't do that with skinny jeans no. you are a you're yeah. a weirdo well, if your skinny jeans touch the floor something is well because there's something wrong you. with your foot because it usually <laughs> it balls up at your ankle so if it's touching the ground like that yeah, sometimes Do you know how have fucked up feet. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a fucked up foot. You have a fucked up foot. Or you're, I guess you're wearing skinny jeans that are too big for you. Those are flares. <laughs> That's not a skinny jean. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like if, you, oh, if they're just like five sizes too big. <laughs> like if you were like a person who wears clothes like purposely too big for you. Yeah, sure. Like some people we know. I don't know anybody who would do that. <laughs> mm. Um. I deleted all my notes while we were talking because I was so excited to talk to you. <laughs> so I may not be able to look at my notes. So I'm going to stop trying. Okay. Okay. Because I remember these things. I watched it twice. Okay. Okay. So we have Angel mm-hmm. and Jasmine and mm-hmm. Connor. And Connor's wearing those fly ass pants. Yeah. Um, which I'm, maybe I, we, those should come back. Sure. Let's bring all right, back. Let's do, let's do it. Those. And we're going to create fashion. <laughs> and, and the nightmare pants. Nightmare pants. And okay. But nightmare pants shouldn't drag on the ground. No. That'd be crazy. That'd be quick. You would just be falling over all the time. They're so loose. They're so, they cannot. Well, they'd fall off because we didn't come up with a waistband. They still are tied around your waist. Oh, yeah. They're tied like a knot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are pretty one size fits all because you tie it however you want to tie it. One size fits most. We don't want to get in trouble with this. That's true. That's true. One size fits most. Um, Um, Yeah, we don't want tiny people. Or big people to feel like they don't fit in the all category. Right. So, right. And also, it depends on the size of your window, right? Yeah, because honestly, the length, too, is a question. Okay, because <gasps> you've seen the windows in my living room, yes. the ones above the couch that are very yes. short. Uh-huh. So, now I'm picturing, like, a <laughs> <laughs> oh short version. Oh, my God, version. shorts! 
Hey. Ew, but booty shorts with the flippy floppy in between. Yes. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Well, because you would first think it was like a tool skirt. You'd think it was like a ballerina. Yeah. Like, not a ballerina, more like a ice dancer. Sure. Thing happening. Because it has that like PCness. PCness. Like, you're like, ooh, if you did a triple axle, this would yeah. be awesome. But then you notice that all the PCness is between the legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Amazing. Amazing. I, yeah. I hope no one steals this idea. Mm, well, Makes a million dollars. We've it is uh ten twenty AM on Sunday, February eleventh. Okay. Don't Just steal it. Putting it out there for <laughs> posterity's sake. Um Okay, so So the pants and everybody else are outside. Yes. Oh right. So and then it's another one of those fights for Connor's soul that we've seen. Which how many of their how many of those have there been? Like Too at many. least four. Well, and it's hard because when did Connor come back? Two seasons ago? He's been on the show for two seasons? Yeah. Wait, when was he born? Three seasons ago? Season two of Angel? Right? Okay. Right? Like end of season two, like in the finale? Is Maybe. that when Darla killed herself? Um. Okay. So like he has been around long enough that we've seen this a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's a troubled young boy. He is bad, period. Yeah. He, but he's just like, I think I'm 100% Team Connor this rewatch because it's so sad. It's not his fault. He's annoying, yes. And I'm yeah. still annoyed by him. Sure. And there's a lot of times where I'm just like, shut up. Right. But I, yeah, I'm like, dude, this is just a, and, and this act of mercy, which ends up what the finale of the yeah. season is, is really the only thing you can do for him at this point because he is yeah. so irreversibly fucked up by Every authority figure in his life yes. has compl- like manipulated him, mm-hmm. used him for personal stuff. Yep. Like he's had law firms after him. He's had like different big bads after him. He's been revealed to be merely a cog in a like greater being's plan. Yes. It gr- is really fucked yeah. up. A greater being that like professed to care about him. Mm-hmm. But that was all. And Yeah. And he has all the complexes of, like, a chosen one, like, uh, Buffy Mm -hmm. or Faith, without any of the support group and a way more fucked, like, outwardly fucked up upbringing. Yes. And I feel like the people, so, like, the only people who stick by him are bad people. Mm -hmm. And then the good people who are in his orbit orbit are, like, very fickle with him. I feel like Gunn is, not that Gunn should be showing him a lot of mercy, but, like, remember when he and Gunn were, like, buddies? That I missed that, and it was and then sad. Fred, that, well, Fred is Fred is fickle AF. Yeah, Fred is she's should, should be shouldn't be Fred Burkle. She should, she should wow. be Fred. No, Burkle. no, oh no! I said it. I thought about it. I said no, it anyway. You did it anyway. But I'm glad you committed. Thanks. Hmm. Um. But yeah, Fred is fickle. Um. C- Cordy cared about him, and then became a weird other being that was never interested in him, but like led him to believe that they, she was in love with him. Or that she loved him. Yeah. But also, how fucked up is that? Okay. Now that we know for sure that that was not Cordelia, how effed up is that entire thing of sleeping with him and then being like, mm, that was kind of gross. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Which also- Why not just enjoy- Why not just be nice to him? Because There's, it's evil. But 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 you want Connor to be dedicated to you. So why would you ever go back and forth? Why wouldn't you just be like, yes, Connor, you are my love slave? Like, you might be like, oh, I'm on my period. We can't yeah. have sex. Yeah. Like, or whatever. Like, you might be like, um, really tired tonight, honey. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to keep having sex with Connor, but like, 
There's no reason you have to break his heart over and over for five episodes. And that's the thing, right? Where it's like, it's one of those things that because, like, if things were that she is Cordelia and she slept with him because she wanted to give him something because the world was ending and then it didn't, uh, that makes more sense and is less yeah. fucked up because it's like, oh, uh, you know, like, she's like, shit, I shouldn't have slept with him. Like, gross. I feel gross yeah. about it. But there's not really any reason why this being would feel gross. No. Um. So then that means that this being is just manipulating him. But to what end? I think why? He'd be, yeah, he'd be more loyal to her if she was just like, we can't tell your dad, which obviously, because mm-hmm. that's just causing more trouble. Because mm-hmm. she's trying to be undercover. Yeah. But like, eventually they get to the point where she's like, we're going to have a family, da, da, da. Why? Why the time between? I don't know. Just to be cruel to him. I mean, I think... Just I mean, realistically speaking, the show didn't know. Yeah, and it's really obvious. But I think they're like, well, it was always meant to be that way, and it's like mm, it's pretty clear that it wasn't. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. But every everybody shits on Connor. Yeah, and we have done it. Though we've celebrated him more than I think either of us expected. No, because I used to re- like I used to you used to Kennedy hate him like Kennedy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which I I wonder if. She would mind us sharing this without na- naming her. I just, I will say just vaguely until we get yeah. confirmation from this person. <laughs> we've gotten some emails of oh like support in our like, highlight, highlights of my life. Like, yeah, I love so emails. Thank you so much for emailing us about, uh, you know who you are. If you emailed us about mm-hmm. uh, our Kennedy hate and <laughs> why it was valid, which is yes. like, great. And uh, I loved I loved those stories. So, uh, yeah, thank email you so us much. and let us know if you're okay with us sharing. Because <laughs> we want the world to know how amazing you are. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So, so Connor, like I said, we've been way nicer to him than I expected to be. I'm shocked. Um, we may actually make this RPG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a one time only where we just do the different Connors. That it. It's <laughs> so insane. It's a niche within a niche within a niche. It but. Is- <laughs> divisive too Divis- like who's gonna be well because one connor is gonna play the heel also this is true i i would say even if you love or hate connor you'll you'll yeah, be yeah i think you would be interested we just have to find enough people who have enough interest in connor uh, you know who i feel like would be a great like um the angsty connor that uh wears animal skins yes i think colin would be really good oh my god <laughs> yes you'd be amazing <laughs> Uh, oh my god um yeah and i really think all the characters in the rpg have to be connor so like there is all connor it's all connors there's (laughs) there's not any non-connors and then there's one who's just like he thinks he's just like a normal guy who's did really well in the sats (laughs) he's like i don't know (laughs) why i'm percentile which Which, not that not that good we need to talk about how times have changed. <laughs> well, and we don't, I mean, 10th percentile is always 10th percentile, right? It just means you're better than 90% of people. Yeah, but I feel like now it's like, for colleges, they're like 10th percentile, certain ones, certain colleges. It used to be 10th percentile was great for them, but their guess, standards went, keep getting I higher. I around Connor's age, and I did significantly better than that, and that's not, it wasn't, yes. it's never been that. It's I, ne- I 10th is think, not here's exciting. Thing, ten, here's the thing, be excited. You did better than 90% of the people who took that test. That's awesome. You should be proud of yourself. And if your family wants to give you dinner, like that is a loving, supportive. No, like that's nice. My family uh, did not throw any parties for me. No. We didn't have any kind of celebratory thing over my SAT scores. 
And I did pretty good. I believe you. Yeah. I feel like both of us are good. We're good at that kind of thing. Yeah. But like it was no. I think that if I I can't imagine. Oh, you know what? Okay. I did a thing. There was this like program where you took a test and in middle school. Because I've told you I took the PSAT like 35 times. Yeah. Whatever. Not really 30, but like a bunch of times. So I took a test and I did well on it. And I like ranked in the state. And so then we, there was like a ceremony to be like, you got the thing. Um, we went to dinner after that. Okay. But that was someone else through a party. Yeah. And my parents were like, I guess we'll take you out to dinner. Yeah. It wasn't like, I didn't get, my aunt didn't come over. Yeah. Or whoever that crazy lady is. I didn't understand who a lot of those people were. I just knew uh, they were I his mean, family. mom, dad, sister. Mom, dad, <laughs> Which, sister. Wait, hold on. Which parts were you confused of? There's clearly a dad. I think he calls him there's dad. dad. There's dad. There's mom, mom, who I believe he calls mom. mom. And there's, then there's a little sister. Little sister. And aunt, I think. Because the aunt looks a lot like mom. I thought that was his older sister. <laughs> <laughs> like from a previous marriage. I didn't know. I wa- it was an interesting combination, but I liked yeah. it because... Because you know it, it. Um, maybe she's grandma, young grandma. No, <laughs> you're evil. So your woman is not no. have a daughter the age of mom. Also, that's insane for me to think that she could maybe either be the grandma or the older <laughs> sister. <laughs> Aunt didn't occur to you, okay? Because part of it for me was comparing it, and I think this was a conscious decision by the show, comparing it to that uh, that fantasy that Angel has yeah. while he's um, underwater of everybody at the table together. Um, having kind of like Thanksgiving dinner. So and she's so like the Fred analog? She'd be the Fred or the Wes or the Gun mm-hmm. or the, honestly, or the Cordy. Oh, I see. She'd be any of those people mm-hmm. because that is part of how Angel is. It's not all binary families like or nuclear families. Yeah. So yeah, so that scene is very cute. But yeah, that guy needs to be in the RPG. He will be so confused. Yeah. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt. What? <laughs> Matt. I don't I don't know why I'm here. Uh, nice to meet you, Connor and Connor and Connor and Connor. Uh oh, but okay, well, I have so much to say about that scene. Okay, but we're, but we're, we're, we're kind of saving it. We'll get okay, to it. We'll okay. get to it. So Connor makes ultimately the right choice and yeah. kills Jasmine. Yeah. Which is very sad. But he doesn't even seem to react or feel anything when he does it. At this point, I mean it's pretty like he is dead inside. He's depressed. Absolutely. Like, He's suicidally depressed. Yes. And like has lost all faith, kind of rightfully, in the world. Yep. Um, I think Jasmine's view of the world was his la- was in his mind his last chance at happiness. Mm-hmm. And now that's gone. Yeah. And that was just as rotten as everything else. I mean, this was the guy singing Mandy with his dad a couple episodes ago. Like, yeah. He really did. Yeah. He was actually happy. Yeah. But now he never will be again. Mm-hmm. So, so then Angel goes home. Mm-hmm. Oh, first we have one of those amazing things you see on TV that are so amusing where people are having a wild conversation, yada, 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 knock on the door. Mm. And Angel Investigations, they open the door and we just see the reverse shot of their shocked faces. Yep. Love that. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Really original and fun. Um, and then Angel comes home and we find out what everyone was all shocked about. That's our girl. We haven't n- mentioned her. She's mm-hmm. my favorite part of these two episodes. She's and so good. How? Wow. How many yeah. minutes? We're so many minutes in. I know. And I, yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She brings life into these episodes. Yeah. Ha, her dead self ah, brings life into these episodes. It is our girl, Lila. 
Lila walks in wearing this amazing top. All of her tops are amazing. Yes. I love the ones that are like white and you're like, you aren't an angel girl. Yeah. And she's always wearing a thing that's covering her neck. She's like that story in, um, it's like, you know, in Afraid of the Dark, whatever. Uh, stories, scary stories. Scary stories tell your son. Yeah. Where it's a ribbon Which, around her neck. I guess you tell them in the dark. You can't read them in the dark. You can't read them in the dark. I mean, you can if you want, but. But your eyes will hurt. Ouchie, ouchie. Um, Do you remember when you were a kid and like people would tell you, like, turn on the light? And then you'd be like, shut up, I'm a kid, whatever. And then you became an old person. And now when you read in the dark, it really does hurt your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and now you understand why old people told you that. It was because they're, when you get older, it does get harder to read in the dark. It does. Um, but that's why I'm glad we got Kindle. <laughs> Kindle and glasses. <laughs> Get me those readers, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need them someday. Yeah, same. Right now, it's like, whatever. We don't need to talk about this. It's depressing me. But <laughs> it is like that story where if you take off your your ribbon, yeah, your, your head's head going to fall off, which is really upsetting. The worst one, though, and I we've probably talked about this because it was like a recurring nightmare, was the girl who had a pimple. And it was bugs. It was like a spider. Spider eggs. babies. And so she was in the shower and she like picked at her pimple. And spiders went running all over her face. Yeah. Very gross. Which I guess that's trying to tell you not to pick your pimples. It's telling you to clean your room. Because the the genesis oh, of that is that is her she... room is messy. It's awful. Yeah. It's very gross. You can't stop spiders. Especially when you're asleep. Also, like, spiders are not so much a signal of dirtiness. Like, there yeah, are other cockroaches. bugs. Yeah. But cockroaches probably can't lay eggs in your face. Well, there was that one story of this lady who cut her tongue uh, no, licking no, an envelope. No, no, And there was cockroach egg in the glue. <laughs> I may legitimately vomit. It's not. I don't think it's real. But a cockroach baby came out of her mouth. Stop your face. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Don't worry. I don't like envelopes anymore, though. Just so yeah, you know. Yeah, and nor shall I. I feel like maybe my mouth doesn't open anymore. You know what? One time when I was in, uh, when I was a lawyer, I was like, uh, I had a bunch of these envelopes that I was trying to send out, and I didn't uh-huh. want to lick them. And uh, this is just an example of how fucking understaffed our place was that uh-huh. uh, the secretary could not do my. Oh my god! Envelopes, but anyway, so I'm doing them all, and I have this little cup of water, and I'm like dipping, yeah. and I'm doing this, and I forget, and I drank that water. No. Ah! After doing it like hundreds of envelopes, and I and it, I remember it being like slime. It was oh. so gross. Oh man, yeah, gross. That's pretty gross. Um, but anyway, but yeah, but uh, Lila is the opposite. She's, She's looking fly, flawless. She looks amazing. She's. So charismatic, so like such good energy coming. I mean, evil I mean energy. she's probably very happy because she's been in hell. Yeah, so she gets to not be in hell for <laughs> she's a second. Like this is nice. Yeah, it's a nice little vacay. Um, uh, she does almost immediately. Everyone's like, "Hey, you a vamp?" And she's like, "No, I'm not a vampire." Wesley cut my head off. And she reveals the. And she like, shows the line. Yeah, and, and essentially says, "I didn't feel a thing." I. Was this? Oh, this is the next episode. We can. I think now. Now we got. Once Jasmine's here, Jasmine said, "Okay." So she basically is like, "Here's the offer." Wolfman Hart is saying, "We give up. This is too fucked up to be in LA. You guys can have the office." Yeah. Which of course we know. I mean, there's going to be strings. There's going to be strings, but maybe take it because you have nothing else. Right. And if it's not you, someone else is going to be running Wolfman Hart, and then you have to deal with Wolfman Hart. Yeah. Like. I feel like this offer, while, like Angel says, as soon as they get in that limo, they're compromised. I still think it's they're making the right decision. And Lila 
kind of says that point as well, where she's like, you're familiar with going from the belly of the beast. Like, yeah. you know how to do this. So I would take it. Also, there she's like, congratulations on ending world peace. I know. I was like, damn, girl. Also, I loved the, sh- the showdown between her and Fred when Fred's like, we didn't. And she's like, yeah, but you did. And how calm and like high status she's being with mm-hmm. Fred being like floundering. Yep. I loved that. Well, and that's in life. They were like that a little bit. But mm-hmm. now it's so much more. Because, yeah, because Lila's beyond all of this shit. She's dead. She's dead. And she kind of, you know what? She knows where this is going. Yeah, exactly. And she now, because she's dead and she has completely other fish to fry. Yeah. She doesn't have, she's not like vying for Wes's attention from Fred because she has something that Fred can never take away, which is she's now a dead lover of Fred's and you can't compete with a dead person. So it's like, she's just like, I'm solid. I don't care. Um, so she, she's like, all right, well, you know what? If you guys want to come see it, there's going to be a limo right before dawn. Uh, we'll see you guys there. Yeah. And they're all like, we're not going to do it. How could we do it? Blah, blah, blah. That would be crazy. Meanwhile, they're like trying to find Connor and Cordelia. Right. And Angel's like, I'm going to be out all night. Yeah. And Wes proposes going in an out, increasingly like outward perimeter. And Gunn is like, dude. This will be a lot faster if we just use Wolfram Hart. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? And He's then wrong. Wesley says, slips and says, uh, um, well, Gunn's like, uh, oh, what are you going to do? Just sit here, you know, with your dusty old books. Uh, and Wes is like, uh, you, you know what? You're right. They are kind of dusty. And and uh, Gunn's like, eh, sorry, I shouldn't have been so harsh on you. I know it's probably hard because to see... Uh, Lila like that and Wes is like yeah you know you behead a loved one you don't expect them to come back and Gunn's like loved one and he's like ah shit <laughs> he's like ah, <laughs> shut up Gun. you don't know anything <laughs> he like punches him in the face he's like ah watch out <laughs> uh, there's also well because that's after she kind of makes her little reference to their little dollar bet thing yeah. which was another little moment of yeah of, of them, a, a relationship of relationship yeah well, and it's also, I think, easier for him to romanticize their relationship now that she's gone because there's no threat of him actually having to deal with, like, the reality of being with someone like her. Yeah. And what that means for him. Like, now it's just, it's set in amber. So mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Um, Yeah. Oh, man. And then he wants to play the romantic hero for her. So he goes into the file room and mm-hmm. tries to find her file and set it on fire and destroy it so that she can be freed from her eternity contract to wolf yeah Hart. which her performance i thought was great mm-hmm. when she's like look at the contract like she's yeah. so tired and she's so but she is so touched um and he's like what do you mean and, and also when he's burning it i was like this is so embarrassing we all know it's gonna still fucking be i him. know but he's doing the best he can i know he's trying he's trying um, I also liked when he was like, fuck you, watchers. I don't care about this shit. Poonch. Yeah, he's just poonch, poonch. Poonch, I'm going to the air. Yeah, he like <laughs> goes. That's like his, this thing like Batman. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, how did they not? Whatever. Fine. I don't care. <laughs> he goes to the ceiling. <sighs> he like. Uh, he's, um, yeah. And, and they do make reference to how the watchers are gone. Yeah. Which, yeah, we don't know. Has Wesley tried to talk to his dad lately? No. He's been too busy beheading <laughs> Lila. Because Wesley's dad might be dead. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Wesley tries to, turns out you can't burn that contract. Nope. Um, it just rematerializes in the file yes. cabinet. Um, but Lila is very touched. Yeah, she, and she says, you know, like it didn't work, but it means something that you tried. Which yeah. like, for her to be able to feel that before she has to go back to hell yeah. is really nice for her. Because mm-hmm. then she's like, because the whole thing was, right, that she fell harder for him than he did for her. Right. And that no matter what, he always saw her as evil. I think it was that and combined with him putting Fred on a pedestal that wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone. Because, like, I think he idealized Fred in a way that, like, Fred's not that great. No. She's a person. Yeah, but he made her be, like, perfect. Yeah, which I think made Lila look worse in comparison. But, like, mm-hmm. it on its face, like, he and Lila were the same. They both, you know, and that was part of their deal is they both would eavesdrop on each other's phone conversations and usage for their ends and all that stuff. Like, neither, he's, invent- he's better than Lila. Exactly. And the thing was, he always saw, he always would, like, you know, say things that would deride her. Yeah. And, like, it's like, dude, look in the fucking mirror. Yeah. Um, so f- the fact that he thought she was something worth saving and that she was able to receive that message, like, yeah, I thought that was great. very sweet. Especially because he kind of got closure for her when he cut his he- her head off. Because mm-hmm, he had the whole conversation with fake her in his head. Yeah, I assume it was fake her in his head and not. I don't think it was really her, was it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that'd be so sad. Oof. Uh... No, I think it was in her. In I his think head. it was in his head because now she's getting the message, and she's like, "Oh, thanks, yeah. baby boy." <laughs> um, she also has a fun scene upstairs in the corner office with Angel, uh, where she that. pulls back the drapes, and he's like, "Ah!" And then he doesn't get burned, and he's like, "What?" And he's like, "I'm rejecting this. Goodbye." And I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> and she's like, "Um, do you want to feel the sun in your face? It feels <laughs> nice." Um, the show still doesn't understand what happens to vampires in the sun. So it's I don't know. Necro tempered glass, Ryan. No, but I'm telling you, <laughs> the fact that he thought just a little bit of sun on his face, yeah, would instantly burst him. And that he didn't run away either. That's the thing. Like, what? What are you doing, Angel? What do you think is happening here? He should have ran away or like uh, pulled a plant in front of him or something. Was there necro tempered glass in that room? Yeah. In the yes, he's seen this before. This is not new. In like the pilot of the yeah, show, yeah. when he kicked the guy through, that was cool. That when he was kicked cool. the guy through the door and he burned up on the way down. Yeah. Oh, Angel, you were a different show then. I know. And remember Cordelia wasn't be an actress back then. Yeah. And Doyle was a character that existed. Yeah. And uh, your soundtrack was called Live Fast, Die Never. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, Angel does not really live fast right now. He's a very, he's more thoughtful now than in yes. his old age. He is not living fast. Um, I mean, he rejects the, the, the thing that will let him go help everyone in Sunnydale. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. So she's like, she gives him this thing and she's like, this will help in Sunnydale. He's like, the Slayer can take care of herself. And she's like, yeah, but isn't it better when you do it? And he's like, I don't like that you are insinuating. He's like, I can't handle Buffy issues right now. I've got Connor issues. I've got Cordelia issues. And I'm being offered the job at my evil law firm. Let me deal with these one, two, three. And I will maybe make a cameo on Buffy. No promises. <laughs> he was uh, he was saying something that reminded me of uh, one time, like Micah was like accusing me of being like bratty about something. Uh-huh. And I was like, how dare you? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like when she's like, isn't it better if you go and see her? He's like, how dare you? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally how it was. He was like, I'm just going to leave this here. 
Don't yeah. forget where I put it. He's like, I'm just putting this away from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no question in my mind that I will make sure that this gets to Sunnydale. Delivered from me. <laughs> there is no one else who could deliver it with the same level of angst. <laughs> and not to any slayer, to Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> I do not even acknowledge the other slayers. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it is... Oh man. So yeah, so he he's leaves that room being like or he's like, ah, oh, there's nothing you have that I could want. And she's like, We could find anybody. And he's like, Oh, you mean that thing that we already talked about mm-hmm. I could get from here? Huh. Maybe I do want to know where Connor is. Yeah. Oh no, he sees it on the TV. She shows him. She shows him. She, he's like, Well, where is he? And she's like, Look, look. And he's like, wait a minute. So you're saying all I had to do is stay at home and watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she he finds out Connor is holding up a Dick's Sporting Goods. Yep. And so we don't know the details yet of the deal. No. But we just know something. Something. So he shows up. He has the confrontation. If you want to know how powerful that confrontation is, just rewind this up yeah, to just, the beginning. Just go replay from beginning. Replay from beginning. You'll hear Kelly and I, I, I think flawlessly. Perfectly. Perfectly. Uh, redo that scene. Very powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Connor expresses all of his teenage depression and suicidal ideations. Mm-hmm. His dad tries to get to him. Can't. Can't. And ultimately just slices his throat open. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense for what happens next. I don't get why. I mean, whatever. Maybe they need his blood or something. But like, but just okay. like po- poke his finger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blink. Um, Prove it. I will. Boink. <laughs> and he's like, ow. Uh, maybe he has to kill. I mean, maybe he has to. Yeah. I thought he wouldn't. Yeah, because we don't really know how the magic works for the final scene. I mean, and it is Wolfram and Hart, so it probably is something fucked up like that. Like, they're yeah. like, yeah, you got to kill him. Yeah, in order to create the next, the, like... The other thing. The other thing. So, he kills Connor. He kills Connor, oh, which is so pretty sad. 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 And then, after that, he seems, like, not in that bad a mood. Yeah, he seems okay. shows up in the lobby of Wolfram and Hart, yeah. where he runs into Fred, who... Oh, we didn't talk. Fred's been hanging out with a very goofy... Person that we've seen play a vampire in conversations with dead people. Yes. But he's like fine. Yeah, he's fine. And he's uh leading a uh multi science. He's like guy who re- reply or who reports yeah. to he's like the head office of manager of head of science. And then he and she's like, Oh, why well, who's the head of science? And he goes, Well, you would be. Also, okay, I was so mad that he demonstrates his cool powers by hacking into her phone and invading yeah, her privacy in cool. front of her. I didn't like that. I mean, he does pick a person that she probably doesn't care about. Yes. <laughs> she she was like, I wasn't surprised that she, I was surprised she wasn't like, who? Who? And he's like, okay, um, let me try one of your recent calls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's lots of things happening in that And honestly, room. is that the kind of science that she cares about? Not really. Not really. Like, she's not into, like, hacking. No, she's into, like, physics. Yeah. And that's all, like, and all the stuff that they sh- like the like b-roll of like science yeah was like open heart surgery uh different colored waters bubbling yes uh people like doing measurements like in beakers in, in beakers yes uh what were some of the other ones it was uh oh there's saber cat uh archaeology they're like brushing away a saber tooth cat oh they pour green water into blue water Ooh, and it makes like a blue green water blue, green water teal <gasps> Um, it tastes like Gouqua. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks around and she's like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> Look at these resources. <laughs> so many resources. 
Um, but yeah, so she's very she's turned on by all that mm-hmm. science. And the guy, I think she likes the guy too a little bit. Yeah, because he's geeky like her. He's geeky like her. I mean, I don't think she's like in love or anything, but she's like, okay, I could spend days I could work with this guy. Work with this guy. Yeah, and he admires her, and so I think she she likes that. Um, yeah, she's like, can you? How tall is your pedestal? Mm-hmm. Do I fit on it? Mm-hmm. That is what I want. You can uh, feed me food. Oh, feed me, feed me, feed me. You can tell me how smart and special I am. <laughs> um, and then uh, Gun gets taken around by this lady. And at first, he they like walk past security. And he's like, yeah. oh, I see. This is what you guys want. And she's like, okay, no, we're going over here. Yeah. He goes to meet that like evil power that be. What is sure. that thing called? Um, like the powers of. Uh, it's the jaguar the powers it's the conduit or something it's it's some it's uh i can't remember what they call it but anyway it's like the big the, the big, big guy guy and it has some kind of meeting with him mm-hmm. and he comes back looking different and more yep. confident mm-hmm. and i think maybe this is a dancing shoe situation where it was in him all along we don't I know. think it was in him i think he's being chosen in a way yeah, he's kind of being chosen. Yeah. And then Wes goes to talk to that other Watcher guy, and then he he does the whole thing with he breaks Lila's out stuff. And, but he also, through both of those things, both the interaction with the Watcher guy and his time in the file room, he's seeing how much information there is there. It's more he's than a librarian he at heart. That's yeah. why. So being in, having access to all of the information is huge for him. Yeah. And having all those files, I mean, it's like, six books and you like whisper into the book and then it finds yeah. the thing you need. So it's all very like, it's more than he could ever, ever dream of. Right. Um. So, oh, and then Lorne is like meeting all the talent that they represent, yes. which is like Lorne in this episode. He is the easiest to corrupt. Oh, absolutely. Cause like he is, he's morally gray. <laughs> I think he shows his grayness real hard, well, real fast. He's the first person in the, Oh, he's in already limo. in the limo chilling. I loved that. Where he's like, I know this is an evil limo, but you don't restock your cherries. And everyone's like, what? Like, everyone else is having this like moral. Well, it's also like six in the morning. <laughs> he's drinking heavily. He's in this car. Um, but he's he's ready. He's, he's ready. ready. He's, all he needs to see is some names of famous people. And he's yeah. like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Done. So everyone's pretty solid. And so everyone has kind of come back and they're like, you know what? I think maybe I we, think should this do what this. we should do it. And, and except for Gun. Gun's like, oh, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. I, you guys do what you need to do. Like, yeah. whatevs. But I'm here. This is what I'm doing. And then Angel's like, oh, I already decided. We're all doing it. And it's like, Angel, we're just steal yeah. everyone's thunder. I know. And they're all like, oh, we were, we got to it on our own, Angel. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I have to see him. And she's like, you know, I can't do that. And he's like, come on, I'm the boss. And she's like, fine. You this- compromise, <laughs> baby. And then she's like, okay, this will take you to go see Connor. And then they're all like, who's Connor? And you're like, what? what? So we see. BB Connor living this new life. Well, not BB. Not BB. Same T- Connor. T- teen, teen, teen boy. Teeny. TB. Uh, <laughs> Connor, who's like a completely normal, happy kid. Honestly, he's too happy. He is so like normal that you're. I didn't know that actor could be so normal. <laughs> no, I seriously, I seriously was. I wrote in my notes this shows that Vincent Carthizer is an amazing actor. Yes. That's what, because like he's been good as Connor and we've like said nice things about him as Connor, but like. When you see him play it, you're like, oh, you are being a three-dimensional human, yeah, normal person. Complete, like, so, 
like such like the most naturalistic acting I've yes. ever seen on any Whedonverse yeah. show. Like and amazing. It was crazy. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> And it almost made like it seemed like the rest of his family's maybe actors. No, they were all like, ha, ha, okay. And he's like, listen, his little sister's like, uh, I want a speech. And he's like, oh, oh, God. Tracy's a vegan. And I feel like they were like, can we take that line again? <laughs> she had already said that 35 times. <laughs> so, I mean, so it turns out that by doing this contract, yeah, Angel has made it so Connor has been able to live a normal life. Yep. Without any, and I assume it's like never any contact with Angel. Yeah. Nothing. He's just been able to live a normal life as a normal kid. And he's happy. Yeah. And what more could you ask? I wonder, okay, now I'm trying to retcon the 90th percentile. Maybe it was a specific, maybe it was like almost like a Hogwarts test. Maybe it was a specific test to get into a specific program. So only the people who are qualified to be in that program were taking the test. So this is a test for gate. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like maybe like, cause, like there are times where like if you're comparing yourself to only the people applying for a program, being better than 90% of them is good. It's true. Yeah. So maybe it was something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know of such a thing. Me neither. They didn't say it was specific. It could have been break bills. Or it maybe it was like grades. But like that's not how you calculate Wait, what grades. Did you- oh, great. Great. <laughs> Well, I was like, grades, but then I was like, how does that... I mean, unless it was like... No, because I was going to say, then he's valedictorian, but no, he'd have to be 99... 99.99 or whatever. Yeah. He's the number one. Yeah. He'd have to be way high. Yeah. Um, Unknown. Unknown. But yeah, they're very happy for him. They're happy. It sounds like they're talking about college. Yes. Oh, and... And, Or it could be... It could be like MCATs. If it, if, but he's not, you know, because remember too, he's young and he's young. He, they were saying, are you going to go to the same college as Tracy? Yeah, it's college. And, but I'm just saying, like, because like MCATs, I think 90th percentile is good. Oh, yeah. Right? And any LSAT of those too, it's good. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, yeah, he did great. <laughs> They're he's very amazing. Happy for him. So, anyway, he's living this great life. He seems so normal and likable and happy and just like a normal fucking kid. Yeah. Um, and Angel's just like being a peeping Tom. A depressed peeping Tom, like, looking at him being like, ugh. But he's also happy. He did the right thing. Yeah. He did the right thing. He's happy. That family is happy. The aunt. The aunt slash grandma slash sister. She's (laughs) happy. You thought there was a sister. No, I didn't know what her She looks 35. She looks older. But then I was like, maybe they just cast weirdly. I don't know. I... (laughs) This is just in my dream to try and be cast as a high school. Okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) Kelly, you look younger than that one. Cast me as a high schooler. Okay, one, ew. <laughs> one, okay, gross. Okay, you could play Tracy. Tracy, oh, really? Thank Just because I want you to have to kiss <laughs> thank Connor. You, thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, but, okay, so, yeah, everyone's happy. They're happy. That female energy person is happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Uh, and is that how it ends? Yeah, it's the end of the season. Uh, and honestly, it's like, the, and I think it's a very nice end of the season. It is. It is nice because it kind of, it, it closes everything up that we kind of didn't like about the season. It most fixes of everything. some of the stuff, most of everything. The Cordy thing is still, she's in a coma still. Okay, but she's like in a special coma house with magic people ha- trying mm-hmm. to help her and yeah. medical professionals. Which, okay, I, fine. I wish they had just said, like, this isn't even actually her body. Burn this body. Yeah. She's with the powers to be. Please. So, um, I mean, to be fair, 
from what we know from the behind the scenes stuff, it was she agreed to this arc. Yeah. On the condition that they wouldn't kill off her character. And yeah, so they so did. They did this. kill her off. Yeah. Because I think she had hopes of coming back for sure. a full thing. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll see her for a full arc uh, next season. Yeah. Well, next season, who knows what happens? Because we've had a shakeup. Complete shakeup. It's a whole new thing. They're working at Wolfram and Hart. What? Yeah. I'm excited to like see the characters and like the the new characters that get to like introduced and also our familiar characters kind of navigating this new uh like definitely morally gray area and then just see like monsters of the week that'll be fun yeah um so i'm excited to just kind of see this we did need a shake up things were getting too shake up. dark like visually dark like everything was so dark at that yeah, hotel visually, though all the things i'm thinking of right now from season 5 that i like are so dark, dark. <laughs> So, yes, uh, yeah, it does. It's we needed a break. I think taking the teenager out mm-hmm. is going to make this show automatically more adult, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to season five. I have better memories of season five. So like not sharper, but just ha- positive. like positive, not happy, but positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Last last one. Fast one. Yeah. I I am really excited. I'm really excited to embark on season five. Um. So great. I mean, I, I think I'm glad to be done with season four. Yeah, man. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're following along with us, if you're listening to it, next week is going to be final uh-huh. Buffy. Oh, my God. So if you're watching Buffy with us, we are finishing up Buffy with End of Days and Chosen. Yes. <sighs> Yikes. I know. That will be a very fun, but also maybe emotional, but also really exciting yeah, uh, we haven't recorded it yet, so we have So seriously, we don't we, know. We could be giddy. We could be mad. We could get in a fight. We could end the show. We could, not finish. Yeah, we could cry. I yeah. don't know. We could get like yeah. weirdly sentimental. Yeah, or like one of us is sentimental and the other one isn't, and then it gets like awkward. And there's like, wow, I thought you know, I thought I cared, and I guess you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You th- place your bets. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, but if you want to listen to it, it's next week. Yeah, it's next week. And then we'll be coming back with Angel for the first two episodes of season yeah, five of Angel. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to, uh, please leave a nice review for our show on uh, Apple Podcasts. That seriously is the thing that helps us the most. Um, if you want to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Hellmouthy. Follow me at Kelly Nugee, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. Follow Ryan at Armogi, R-O-R-M-O-G-G-E. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep.